0: uh where the hell my phone where the hell my phone where the hell my where the hell my phone huh how i'm supposed to get home hey what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of data's calling every week you probably think we're not coming back but we're back (laughs) (laughs) but anyway we have a really exciting a really exciting episode for you guys today. I say that every week, but it's also exciting this week. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff that was happening this week. The NHL expansion draft, the Seattle Kraken, Mm -hmm. the U S women's national team, bucks and six,
1: Mm -hmm. um,
0: Canes and Panthers as well in the draft. Um and then we have a really exciting interview to with my boss top it all off with Claire's <laughs> one and only
1: boss James with Ho. My boss James Ho, the founding Great. father of of the Data Calling <laughs> podcast I. because if that man didn't hire me of our friendship. We <laughs> wouldn't be here I, of our friendship of everything. So big shout out to James Ho for <laughs> Yeah. Maybe world's cool. coolest boss. Also maybe world's coolest boss. I will agree Absolutely. with that. He's going to like, I'm sure I'm going to get a slack about this. Like you didn't have to lie on the podcast. That I'm the coolest <laughs> boss in the world. Um, I genuinely <laughs> like I, I, I say this a lot to people internally. Like I get so many comments about how people are just jealous of my work environment, not of like what I do as a job. I do get those sometimes, but like when I'm like sitting at dinner, talking to my friends about like, things going on and I'm like oh my boss would never and they're like what I'm like no James and I are cool
0: (laughs) yeah it's
1: like you
0: don't know what you've got until you've got it and yeah we've got James um (laughs) (laughs) so it was we had a really fun time he's full of just like knowledge but also just like really fun stories he's a good storyteller um
1: and so you'll want to check that out Yeah. And, you know, he's the OG customer success rep. So a lot, if you are a client of ours and you're listening, you've definitely worked with James before and maybe seeing him in this uh, space rather than while he's doing work for you is like really fun. All right. Let's, let's get into the data. (laughs) So we have to stop doing both of those things. (laughs) Okay. So this week on the hotline, get into it first up on the hotline is the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. Sorry, I forgot what words I was using there. Uh, Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. We are going to look at the entire day, 24-hour period of yesterday, which was July 21st. Mm -hmm. We forgot to mention today is July 22nd while we're recording this episode. Uh, So we went for that 24-hour period surrounding the expansion draft. There was 18,199 organic posts, which is, and that's like not including comments and replies or retweets. Like that is like straight up just posts, um, on Twitter, which is like amazing. Yeah. I think everybody's pretty, was pretty much expecting this from the Kraken because they've now had their Twitter handle for about a year Mm -hmm. and they're just as active as any other team in the NHL. Yeah. And they had no players. And they had no players. It, yeah. Them and Angel City, man, they're really getting after it on social. It just shows you what you can do on digital to promote your own organization. Them and Angels. Mary, you guys are seeing it? Mary's doing the handshake emoji.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but they came out swinging. You're right. Like from the get-go, they're like digital, social is how we're going to build an audience. Mm-hmm. And now they've already had had a pretty engaged audience when they're dropping their player. Well, when they're getting players. Players. that. Yeah. That content will naturally perform well.
1: Yeah. So over those eighteen thousand, almost two hundred posts, um, they had sixty-eight point nine million impressions, uh, three hundred and twenty-two, almost three hundred and twenty-three thousand engagements, and a social value of eight hundred thirty-eight, eight hundred and fourteen thousand, which is for a draft like f- of one team. Yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. Draft. That's more than that's more than the Tampa Bay Lightning got from the stuff we talked about last week. That's what I was thinking about
0: actually. For Swing. winning the Stanley Cup,
1: crushed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were saying earlier we want jerseys, like as much as they crushed it on social. Like those jerseys are what the people are yes. talking about. Yes. Um, and having Marshawn Lynch, which we talk about later for with James, James. Yeah. announcing the first draft pick was awesome. Yeah, like um, that's fun.
0: They had fun with it for sure
1: he said his I'm, I'm reading the tweet right now about what he said when they picked the guy who we're going with the boy boy Kaye I think that's how you would say that um which is really funny uh that's one of their top four posts about in the in the uh feed about it um so really good job cracking very proud of you yeah this is phenomenal um we said last week
0: too the crossover between sports sports especially football and NHL seems to be doing really well but also during this expansion draft some some wild stuff was
1: happening on ESPN we got a little distracted yeah as a whole the sports world really got a little distracted because our friends at the carolina panthers and the carolina hurricanes um did not let espn live down a mo- an embarrassing moment um okay anyways so in case you missed it because I did and somebody on Twitter had to actually tell me what happened, which, yeah, thank you. I love that from you guys. Um, They went to go announce the pick from the Carolina hurricanes going to the Seattle Kraken and they called the hurricanes, the Panthers, which naming wise, we really need to figure this out here in the Carolinas. We have to stop calling everything the Carolina because it gets confusing. Honest forgot yeah. a mistake for sure. Um, and But so they the- said, they said,
0: and the next pick from the Carolina Panthers, Panthers, which, which is a football team, which would have been a would have been the craziest thing to ever happen—a football player, Christian McCaffrey,
1: ex- just switches to the NHL. <laughs> draft,
0: yeah. He's like, "Yep, see you guys. I'm going."
1: He pulls a he pulls a Chris Hogan and just completely switches leagues. I'm just, yep. I'll, you'll
0: see me on skates next time. <laughs> oh. so anyway, that's what happened. But we were saying, um took the the moment by storm yes they really took advantage of the moment and had some fun with it for sure like they were just poking fun um and and like in sync like the hurricanes and the panthers like must have communicated and they're like let's just let's just do some some stuff with this like let's have fun with it yeah
1: because i i would highly highly doubt that the uh panthers social people were watching the seattle Kraken expansion (laughs) draft (laughs) So I'm assuming some Twitter DMing went on there, but um they they just took off running, which is really cool. Um yeah. both teams have fantastic social teams. Like I think the Canes are my top in my top three favorite social teams, but the Panthers and the Canes have done like a really good job. The Canes have done a really good job of just being out of pocket all the time. Like oh, they time. just send tweets whenever they want. It's well, phenomenal. When
0: like the bunch of jerks happen, like they're good at like capitalizing on like quick and they feed into the hockey
1: culture because hockey people love that yes exactly exactly um so to see the panthers like kind of give it back to them is awesome they both change their profile pics to each other's um avatars, avatars. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh they so they painted the canes on blue and then they <laughs> used a drawing from a, i think of a ch- i think a child sent this in a while ago yeah the yeah. carolina panther and so it's <laughs> in, in black sharpie <laughs> it was either a child or a player so one of those two happened yeah uh, and so that's the carolina Hur- hurricane tunes out to their avi and they made their new twitter bio carolina Hurricanes at espn which was <laughs> phenomenal they had seven posts back and forth with each other really highlighting the moment those seven posts got 3.6 million impressions, 48,000 engagements and an overall social value of 68, 68 grand, which like for seven tweets back and forth in like a 10 minute span, couldn't ask, know. couldn't ask for <laughs> <On> a Wednesday, <laughs> on a Wednesday, turn, turn it up on a Wednesday night during an expansion draft. In really good job
0: for both. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really good job stealing the thunder from the Kraken for that second, because the thunder were the pride and joy of yesterday. And it's always nice to poke fun at them. Um, yeah. Especially in hockey culture, you couldn't let the Kraken just have the whole day. And the entire night. Are you kidding? You get a yeah. whole night. Okay. Check <laughs> your privilege, Kraken. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, they're taking literal players from your teams. <laughs> you have
1: to come at them. <laughs> you don't let that happen nicely. Yeah. Uh, and overall, it was a 1.3% engagement rate, which cool. Like, love it. Yeah. Just Pulled for some for fun that.
0: stuff. Yeah. I mean, amen. Yeah. Um, and then next on the hotline, we have my books winning in bucks six, in six bucks in six. And definitely a full report will be coming out soon on the entire um, NBA finals as we do. Yes. If you're interested. Um, But I think people like poked a little bit of fun these past couple years because the finals um, are now presented by YouTube TV. So people like they'll like correct you. If you say like, Oh, I'm watching the NBA finals. Oh. And they'll be like, Oh, oh you mean the NBA finals TV. presented by YouTube TV, which is actually <laughs> really funny, but also like plays into the, like people won't forget the sponsor, but of- yeah, but it's also
1: yeah. what YouTube TV wanted to happen. So, Precisely.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, we did some logo detection on photo posts from the NBA account on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram during the 2021 finals. So we did the, it was from the 6th of July to yesterday, the 21st. Mm -hmm. Um, there were about 80 posts that included the YouTube TV logo across platforms. And then for brand exposure, we were seeing about 68,000 and logo impressions 154 million. And then social value of
1: 2.3 million. Whoa. Hold on. Did you say the brand value was 68,000? Yes. Okay. So for those of you at home, our full social media value is what we call our social value, which Mary just said was how much? 2.3 mil. 3.3 3.3 3 million. So then when you have a branded post where it's like kind of purposefully branded, where you put a logo on it or a text mention into it, our platform will go through and discount that total social media value down to what we think the brand deserves based off of a bunch of different metrics that again, we clarity, do just, just time yeah. Yeah. size, yep. All that um, location of where the logo is, things like that. Yeah. Um, so... That big number of 3.3 million cannot be attributed to YouTube TV. Obviously, it's the NBA finals. It's going to go to the NBA finals. That clout comes off their mm-hmm. coattails. But to get about 68 grand in logo impressions on digital is totally. pretty good. Yeah. I would assume most of the logo impressions contractually were like made for broadcasting. Absolutely. Um, so that's a pretty decent amount for, for digital.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting to look at. We also um, looked into the jersey patch for the Bucks and um, it's it was, was Motorola? Motorola, yes. And so we used the same logo detection, processed on photos from the Bucks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram during those same dates of the finals. And they processed about 66 fo- posts with the Motorola Logo, um, yeah, with the brand exposure of 75,000.
1: Um, and that's almost as much as the freaking game sponsor, yeah. Cool,
0: yeah. So, so I remember being at the Bucks when the NBA decided on allowing jersey patches, um, Mm -hmm. and no one knew the valuation of it, so people were just putting randomized value Mm. on it to sell after the first three years, most of those contracts were like two, three year deals for the Jersey patches. Mm -hmm. After the first year, they saw that they were severely undervalued because of just, (laughs) (laughs) just like how clear they were the photos, professional way to say that the players, everything. And so it was a big deal when those contracts were up, trying to resell them for what they were actually closer to what they're actually valued at which is we're seeing within you know,
1: we have a client who I had to do a lot of uh season recaps for their jersey patch and mm-hmm. seeing from a granular standpoint the amount of money that jersey patch is worth i was like shh yeah. like that's a lot i think that's what the nhl thought that they were going to get with helmets yeah i do too but um, that helmet moves a lot faster than, than, exactly, a, than being on Exactly. Sneakers.
0: or like when they're when they're shooting free throws and they're zoomed in and mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. like beautiful time I mean slow slow-mo replays it's but it's also in any picture that also a player posts a of themselves mm-hmm. in a jersey so yeah I mean if I if someone came to me today and was like Merry Christmas! You can put your logo on any asset across sports. Whatever money you need, you have it. I would do it. I would do an NBA jersey patch.
1: My dream, my dream asset is stadium naming rights. Okay, I'm yes. not gonna lie to you. I love not not because of like, it is a business decision. If it was, data calling stadium. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Murphy oh, yes. Stadium. Yeah.
0: And then but and then it's like literally your account is your business, like that name, you know, for the yeah. stadium. So mm-hmm. it
1: becomes its own
0: brand of its own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would go, I would go statement rights. Close second is definitely NBA jersey patches.
0: But yeah, I, I think there's way more to come with the NBA season and final recap. We're gonna rank all the teams on the in the regular season. We're gonna rank the playoff teams. Um the brands involved, mm-hmm. everything. So it's super interesting. Recap it all and check it out.
1: And don't forget to check out our NHL report that came out last week. Yeah. Uh, where we do the same thing. So if you want to get a, a taste of what the NBA one's going to be like.
0: That was, that's pretty much it for the hotline.
1: <laughs> that was our I, was I was like, wait, what do you think is about to happen? Uh-huh. <laughs> we had to keep it quick, quick this week because we wanted to keep in. More a lot James of room Home content because yeah. this is now a James Ho's stand account I mean we always were but now we're but it was out. more internally but now it's outwardly <laughs> now everybody gets to know all right so like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode we are now going to go into an interview with my boss mr. James Ho. he serves as the uh, lead of our customer success team so he is uh, the big boss for customer success he also does some some share- wearing of hats and he helps out with the back-end developmental product and um, creation side there's other words for that that are much better but we'll go with it yeah. um so yeah we're going to talk to james about how he got his job how what he does at zoom his backstory and then get into some stuff that he really loves to talk about that we like could not wait to talk to him about so without further ado mr james Howe. hey james how's it going today
2: it's going great mary claire thanks for having me
1: thanks for coming we're very excited we've actually i think this is the number one interview that when we started talking about doing interviews, we we're like, we have to do James.
2: Oh dear. That's uh that's like, a lot of expectation to live up to. Probably well, yeah. number one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, but you will. Okay, cool. James, why don't you give us a background of um who you are and what you do at Zoom.
2: cool. Uh so I uh I lead the customer success team here at Zoom. So what that means is uh we kind of manage the group that uh, oversees all of our clients. So we're responsible for making sure all of our wonderful uh, clients are happy using all of our tools and our data really well. Um, And then I also do a little bit of a hybrid role where I work with our product and technology team on like implementing new features, fixing, you know, any issues in the platform, which, you know, we don't ever have any of those at all. Um, Never. and yeah exactly <laughs> and, and uh you know making sure like all of our clients have what they need to uh to kind of succeed and, and you know prove value to their partners and have awesome data to show to their teams either internally or externally so yeah it's kind of what uh i do here and then as far as like background on me i am uh, so i'm northern virginia born and raised so i'm sure the listeners know that we're kind of based in northern virginia right outside dc um, So I was born and raised here. I went to college here at George Mason University. I graduated in 2014. Oof! <laughs> yeah, we little... You
1: had to think about yeah. that. Doesn't look <laughs> a
0: day older than graduating.
2: <laughs> right. I know. Trust me. I like still get carded. I'm like almost 30. Skincare routine. Yeah, yeah, like that. You gotta yeah. let us know. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave a link in the description. <laughs> yeah. Um, James, so, skincare. Uh, Exactly, um, but yeah. So I went to George Mason. I studied originally went to school to study like journalism. I wanted to get into, like the sports media originally, um, and then when I was going to school, uh, that was sort of like the start of like social media being a part of like the sports media and journalism world. So like we, that's when like I started learning about like Twitter and things like that, and like the use of social media for. For, for journalism and news and that kind of thing. Um, so that's what I originally wanted to do. And then by like the time I got to like my junior senior year, I was like, I definitely don't want to be like a writer or a journalist. Uh, it's like definitely
1: I why. not
2: for me. Um, <laughs> anyways, but uh, but yeah, so that's what I originally wanted to do and then uh, when I got to a point where i realized i didn't want to do it um but i i kind of loved, it was like i, I like the social media thing and i still want to like work in sports that was like my passion was like just like working in sports in some way shape or form um so i kind of got my start in sports quote unquote uh via an internship with uh the washington football team uh working in like their their sort of like news and media department basically like the team that ran their website so like in charge of like adding like social content to their website or uh like you know, multimedia content to their website, doing a little bit of social, like, I occasionally got my hands on, like, the team Twitter account, like, watching training camp practices and stuff, which is, like, wild to think about, because, um, <laughs> it, yeah, it was much more casual back in, like, 2013 than it is now in terms of, like, just, just handling social media accounts. At the time, legitimately, like, was an intern, like, on the social media, no, account, yeah. obviously <laughs> not the case anymore, yeah, um, but, yeah, so that's kind of how I got my start in the uh, in the sports industry, so to speak. And then uh, and then eventually graduated and then knew that like, I wanted to stay like in this space not necessarily like journalism or anything like that but I wanted to be like the sports social space um, naturally at the time maybe not quite as many like opportunities to, to sort of figure out like what that looked like um, until I sort of stumbled upon Zoom, which I guess we'll get into but uh, but yeah that's kind of like my background and, and my story right up until uh, Zoom. Get into it, yeah, right? I wanna um, I
1: wanna know how you stumbled upon I want the people to know how you stumbled upon Zoom. because this because is because yeah. you're
0: like an OG. Also
1: like OG. Um, in case you want to check out OG, check out the YouTube for Zoom. Yeah. So I have been
2: at the, company <laughs> look at the like 2013 six, videos. Six six and a half years. This is my only job since college, like since I graduated college. This is my only job, which is yeah. like wild to think about. Yeah. Um but okay, so how I got here. Um so a little bit of a crazy story. Uh it's kind of unbelievable when I like think back on it. So, uh, so I graduated in 2014 and then I spent like that summer and fall basically like trying to find jobs, did a bunch of interviews, uh, you know, turned things down that I like, just like weren't right for me and like not really what I wanted to do. And I was like, I was like one of those people or, am one of those people was like dead set, like not settling and like wanted to do something that like I enjoyed and like, you know, even if it didn't mean making a ton of money or anything like that, um so literally one day around Thanksgiving of like 2014, I'm like at I'm like you know, living in my parents' house, go to the grocery store, and literally run into um a guy named Evan Chapman, and he was my freshman lacrosse coach or JV lacrosse coach when I was like a freshman in high school. Um and so I run into him at the store, just like completely out of nowhere, the happenstance, and he was just like, we we're just catching up and he's like, hey, what are you doing now? I was like, oh, I just graduated. I studied, you know, the social media thing. I like sports and that's kind of what I'm trying to get into. And he's like, oh really? He's like, you, uh, like, you got to uh, call my, my daughter's boyfriend. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, he's like, so my daughter's boyfriend, he like, it's like, I honestly couldn't tell you what he does but I know he does stuff with like social media and like some NFL teams. Like I really couldn't tell you what he does but like, I'm going to give you his number I'm going to like, let him know that you're going to call him. And like, he's dating my daughter. So he's like, definitely going to have to call you back. <laughs> um, so his daughter's boyfriend uh, at the time is our president of Mir Zenozi. <laughs> so his now, so yeah. So his now son-in-law, yeah. basically, whose number I got. So I literally like,
1: like okay, cool. The president
2: of Zoom. <laughs> Who happens to now be the president of Zoom. He was the chief strategy officer, like at the time but uh but yeah so he gives me his number and I guess he gave him a heads up that I'm gonna call so I literally call him here I was like hey uh he didn't pick up I remember and looking back I'm like I'm, I'm sure telling your girlfriend's doing, dad on you <laughs> yeah I'm sure he was doing a hundred other things at the time I called him on like some random Wednesday or something but I uh, I give him a call and it goes to voicemail I leave him a voicemail I was like hey my name is James I know uh I know Evan and he gave me your number and you know I, here's my background I gave him like a quick little quick little voicemail." And then at the end of his at the end of his like voicemail message, it says like, hey, if I don't like pick up the phone, you can like leave me a voicemail or like send me a tweet. I was like, cool. So he's like a social guy. So oh. I'm also gonna like I left him a voicemail, also sent him a tweet, and I was like, Hey dude, literally just called check you, like <laughs> I know, I know your girlfriend's dad, like you might want to check this. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, so yeah, so eventually he like he like hits me back and he'll tell you that he definitely like initially took whatever he initially called me back uh as like a obviously a favor to his girlfriend's dad that he obviously has to stay in good favor with right so so he he calls me back we connect and then I come in for like an interview and then I guess I kind of proved to them that I knew what I was talking about and knew what I was doing um he I don't think had believed for a second like coming into it that I was going to be like anybody Legit. that would impress them with yeah so I guess and be, be that. where you
1: are at this point in time he's probably like I'll make yeah, my girlfriend dead happy for a year this kid will move on
2: <laughs> exactly and we'll just sort of like be done yeah be done and over yeah so obviously he obviously was doing it as a favor um so I interviewed with Kim and, and Nick who a lot of folks in the in the Twitter space know but uh but yeah so did that interview and then uh, at the time they were looking for someone to fill like the first like customer service sort of role if you will uh, obviously the company and the platform were much different then than, than what it is now but, uh, but they were looking for that person to be like kind of client facing and taking over a lot of just like answering like support tickets picking up the phone when people called uh with different issues and things like that so yeah uh and then eventually like a couple weeks later they offered me a job and i didn't even like it all happened like super quickly i like, didn't even care about like they could have paid me anything at the time i was like this is just like a step in the path of like what I want to do mm-hmm. so I'm going to take it and then I started in January of 2015 uh yeah January 2015 and like six and a half years later uh still here still rocking uh me and Amir like talk about the story all the time uh because it's kind of crazy how on this like it's kind of crazy this journey we've been on together but uh it's been a lot of fun and obviously we've done a lot of good things and continue to do a lot of good things here so uh it's been it's been really good.
0: Yeah. And a big thing about James is like, he's hearing from the clients every day for the last six years. And then he's going and developing the platform and helping develop the platform more based off of what he's hearing from these real clients. So I think that's probably one of the coolest parts I think about your job is that you're making like these real,
1: real real-time
0: adjustments. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been really cool. I, I didn't have any experience in just like software development and by no means am I like a software developer like super not that um (laughs) but uh but like just learning how to like translate things like translate like client challenges into like technology and being able to like bridge the gap between clients and like our actual like software engineers is like Mm -hmm. it's been something I I guess I've just sort of learned and developed and like had to learn out of necessity um but it's been really good for me it's like a skill I never knew I would like be able to have or pick up or or anything like that. What's been really like valuable and like sort of fulfilling, I guess for me is that like getting to build relationships with the clients, but also helping kind of like build the product into, into what it is now. Obviously, you know, we have a lot of a lot of smart people here and, and being able to like, for those of us that have been here a little bit longer than others, um, it's been really rewarding to kind of see like what we've been able to like kind of build this thing into.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Probably feels like a long time coming. Just for background knowledge, I started as James's intern in January. So I was helping like the CS, the customer success team, but I was, I would say while I was an intern, I was mostly just James's intern um, because he had <laughs> so much going on that like he needed to give me like a fourth of his plate so that he could go about his daily life because we had a crazy first quarter of the year. Um, and then I harassed him as you heard earlier, it happens a lot. I harassed him into keeping me and offering me a job. So
0: it
2: was the <laughs> without ultimate-
1: James, would this podcast be here? Mm-hmm. We don't really know. <laughs> no, he's the father of this. <laughs> 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 the founding father
2: yeah. of like a Zoom for like Mount Rushmore and just like my face. It's just, just James. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. Yeah. Uh definitely the ultimate finesse job by Claire sticking her to get her to, to stick around here. Um everybody's uh, got
0: one of those stories, I feel like, <laughs> at Zoom.
2: Exactly. Yeah. There's certainly a lot of history here, good history. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh but yeah, it's kind of like wobbling back on some of the stuff that we've we've done. And it's it's good to also look back on obviously the things that we've accomplished up to this point.
0: Yeah, hundred percent If you have to look back to move forward.
2: Thanks. Oh, Mary I profound. Love, love that. <laughs> clip, clip that
1: <laughs> so, that's james ho in a nutshell yeah. i think another important part of james ho is his love of formula one racing i think we have to talk about that
2: oh geez i just like sure we'll, let's talk about it let's talk about let's it, it about because
1: <laughs> he's converted i don't even know how many people into f1 fans
2: i'm trying to convert every human being i come across to watching formula one and okay so like for the record, like, love football basketball, like, I watch a lot of golf, uh, we, mm-hmm. we, we watch lacrosse, the PLL, too, love lacrosse, love, love yeah. lacrosse, love lacrosse. Um, big lacrosse guy, yeah, so, but anyway, so, like, Formula One, though, has been, like, that was, like, my, um, you know, like, everybody during the pandemic had, like, a pandemic, like, personality, or had like a th- yeah, 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 so, like, <laughs> Formula One was, like, mine, it was, like, it, like, became my personality, so, like, um, <laughs> I think a lot of people listening, I'm sure a lot of folks listening maybe have, like, also gotten into it over the last, like, yeah, year Yeah, no, and half. I, think, I
1: think our Twitter feed is pretty Formula One-y.
2: Exactly. So mm. um, I just, like, started by, like, watching the, the Netflix docu-series because, like, the mm. pandemic had, like, just started, and we're obviously, like, we're all going through and binging a bunch of shit and whatever. But I, I basically, like, got hooked when I started watching the docu-series. I've, like, never been into motorsports, like, to be honest. I, I never really, like, understood it either, yeah. in all fairness. But, like, I, like, watched this documentary, and I'm, like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen ever in like, <laughs> it was, <sports>. like <laughs>
0: drama that you didn't know existed in a sport like that
2: in it course. is it is Yeah. So, like just to give people that anybody's like not familiar so like formula One's is like, just it's a rundown. quick rundown like it's a sport with 10 teams and two drivers for each team so, there's only 20 people like on earth that can drive like a formula one car right so and then but it's the only sport where you have like people on the same team like you have two people on a team that are also competing against one another yeah mm-hmm. so like obviously and they're like vying for the same dollars and, mm-hmm. and position on track and the same resources and favorability you also have to work
1: together to win which is weird but you me.
2: also have to work with your teammate to like yeah. win and score points so it's like the only sport where you can get like two people that are on the same team but also maybe don't like each other because they're also like competitors yeah so it mm-hmm. creates this like in super insane drama There's like obviously absurd amounts of money like poured into the sport. Being thrown at the sport. Yeah, just billions of dollars being poured into the sport. And so you just get all sorts of like bureaucratic like drama that occurs. Yes. And it's just like the greatest. It's just like the greatest reality show, but also you get like sports with it. Yeah. (laughs) And like (laughs) like adrenaline. Yeah. It's it's laced with crack cocaine. (laughs) You get all the drama of a reality show with all the drama of like sports like very much kind of like the nba, NBA like yeah you get like very much like nba twitter type stuff but like it's just yeah. different but it just like exists it's more, but it's
0: more condensed yeah
2: it's it's much more condensed there's like less people involved and it's like this global thing right like we don't mm-hmm. think like it's not a thing that's like that popular here in the states i don't it seems to be growing obviously coming, like yeah. on, the, on the other side of the world like i think outside of like soccer and basketball it's like in cricket it's probably like right the most popular sport in like in europe and asia it's it's I guess most people like pick a team they like pick a driver or a couple drivers they mm-hmm. like and that's how you like really follow it. um but Yeah, who's then, your like, favorite just, team? Like, God, uh, I'm a Red Bull Racing guy. I don't Obviously. know how or why. That's just like the team that like when I was watching the thing, they just seem to have a lot of fun. Maybe they're the one team Max that's like, actually amazing. There's that. Um, <laughs> they're like the they're like the one team that's not actually like a car manufacturer. Right, right. They don't True. actually like, make so cars. Mm-hmm. yeah they just like essentially what happened is they bought they took over a team I think it was like previously Jaguar mm-hmm. it was like the team they sort of like took the place wow. of um and then uh oh and like another huge part of the sport is that like you have 10 teams but only three or four of the teams actually produce engines right no so- oh, definitely really I
1: just say I remember being like I'm not watching this show and then James is like now you have to because it's it's your work homework and like two episodes in, I was like, damn it, he's right. Like, this is gold. Because they start they they start off the series with Danny Ricardo, which like, you're not not going to be incredibly entertained by that first episode. The man is a psycho.
2: Yeah. And the way they just produce it is like really cool, right? It's yeah. like behind the scenes, like you're talking to these drivers directly. They're like talking shit about each other. Yeah, and- they,
1: hold, they do not hold back. There's nothing professional yeah. about oh, them. Oh, it's great. Yeah.
2: I just I consume so much of their content mm-hmm. now, but like they do such a great job of giving you like uh, view like behind the scenes views like of the actual racing itself. Like they yes. you get like during the race you can hear like their radio messages back and yes. forth. Yeah, they, yeah, I love they that. Can like when they tell them to like, move out of the way. Exactly gets me like, every time. There's like so much you can get like the onboard <laughs> camera shots, and yes. you can literally like they do a thing where you like the guys like you're in, like in the cockpit and you can see like yes. the guys like upshifting and downshifting and how yes. fast he's going. It's like, it's mm-hmm. so cool. And then obviously if you want to like tie things back to like what we do at Zoom, like the, the whole thing. And obviously everybody knows about, knows, knows this about like motorsports. Like the whole thing is just like a sponsorship, sponsorship bonanza. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
2: just like partner logos freaking everywhere. everywhere mm-hmm. Right. Like the whole thing, they're just ads, ads, ads. Yeah. Um, and like, like we're fortunate enough to work with a team and like when we look at some of the numbers, they're like insane, just because like like I said, they have each teams have millions of followers. Always. Each of the drivers has millions of followers yeah. and the, the exposure their partners gets are, are unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, so super just a valuable thing. And obviously, obviously it's worth like billions of dollars, but yeah. <laughs> nice that there's a lot of money behind it too. <laughs> well, certainly a lot of money going around behind this thing. And then like, it's the only, it's one of the few sports. I feel like that gets you to care about the team, even the teams that are not good. Like they get you to care about them. Mm-hmm. There's like, it's like weird. You just think, Oh, you watch a race. You only really care about who wins. Like, no, they like get you to care about like a team finishing fifth versus finishing eighth. Right. That, like they get you to like, think about that. And it's like important in, in the context of like the grand scheme of pole whole sport.
0: Right. Um, Okay, James, now that we know everything about
1: F1 rapid fire, fun facts.
0: Yes, we did this. We did this to the interns. I think we did it to Nikki. Nikki. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: So Claire and I'll go off and on asking these questions. Just give us your honest answers. Okay. So
1: the people can get to know you a little bit better. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Claire. Okay. What team despite talent age gender time fiction real or not any team okay would you want to be a part of sport whatever
2: so like any team like like I I would play for like theoretically yes uh geez (laughs) in any sport
1: anything any team that you want to be a part of you could pick VCU women's lacrosse 2019 and that would be acceptable don't do that though
2: I don't think I want to do that. That's where you <laughs> played, and I don't think, yeah, we're no, no, we're Wouldn't not doing that. Be proud. That's um, what I played. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm the one that. reason you would want to be we're not, on that We're not team. doing
2: that. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, I guess it would, I mean, considering we've been talking about F1, maybe that's like cheating, but like being a Formula One driver, it seems like an insanely cool thing. You?
1: genuinely want to drive for though not just your favorite team but like if you're thinking about you winning and being there what team would you pick
2: oh i mean like i guess you would have i guess the answer has to be has to be mercedes because they're like literally the best team but like red bull looks like they have a lot of fun they're kind of the best team right now this year
0: okay my question is like if you had your own podcast who would Uh be like your very dream guest to have on the podcast
2: can i name like more than one person because i like thought about this and it was really difficult um there's no rules I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> rip off people that i think would be like entertaining guests like in the we can keep it in the sports context i guess like obviously like one like marshawn lynch is like the most entertaining person in sports period
1: i always think like, of skittles whenever i think of him
2: like he just did a thing if you guys have probably seen the clip already at this point where like he announced that the seattle kraken Mm-hmm. like yes. first pick last night in the expansion job hilarious like, yeah
0: <laughs> that was really smart on them
2: I like. yeah, yeah I could like I think mm-hmm. you could like have I don't know I would probably be awful at, like interviewing him but I think he would just I be, would entertaining. be scared yeah I would be terrified <laughs> yeah uh, like the uh the Pat McAfee show I watch oh, yeah. that sometimes like oh, yeah. while I'm working he's like really entertaining really funny cool dude to like listen to yeah um also if you I'm sure sports people know like Amina Kine just like
1: you uh, know yeah like,
2: He's like super funny, super smart. Um, shout out to like, you know, the Asian Americans out here just like doing it big. Um, <laughs> yeah. Literally like one of the smartest like football minds that like yes. works at ESPN. It's really yeah. cool. And just like, yeah, really good. To, she, has a, she has her own podcast that I listen to, like really cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's like a short list. Those are like literally the first three people that just like happened okay. to come into my brain.
1: Um, so the next one is I'm going to make a, a referendum here. I don't know if that's the right word. Other than Formula One what is your favorite Uh, thing in sports right
2: now my favorite thing in sports like right now like oh friends
0: um, things like that like whatever
2: uh I'm gonna say like two things one is the just the PLL like as a whole okay like the coolest thing is one of the coolest things happening right now um so like I I played lacrosse in like high school, college. I coached Claire, I know you did too, obviously. And then mm-hmm. Mary, you 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 obviously like know everything going Come on. I'm from a family. <laughs> Erland's cousin. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like really cousin. Rollwoods, baby. Player. <laughs> yeah. Um, I coached like two of the players that are like in the league. So like over the past like year, like we started working with the P L L, which has been awesome. But like yeah. I like really have like really started started paying attention and watching the sport a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um I joke with Claire that like when I stopped playing and coaching, I kind of like sort of just like stopped paying attention to the lacrosse for yeah. a couple of years. And then like the PLL has like totally reinvigorated like my love of the sport again, um, just because everything they're doing is like really innovative. Yeah. Um, it helps that like, I have a little bit of like emotional nice. attachment to it now that I've like two of the kids that I happen to coach yeah. were there. I, I've been joking with people that I'm like Nick Saban like just like pumping out <laughs> professional athletes. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Well, better, better than, better than zero, right? There's not that many. He you know, gets small-
1: two professional yeah. athletes and he calls himself uh, Nick, Nick Saban.
2: Saban. <laughs> 100%, 100%, 100%. Basically the high school that I coached at is Alabama. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of what we're working with here, guys. up? But, uh, um, but yeah, so anyways, PLL, it's like super innovative. Everything they're doing from like a actual like sporting standpoint and like a marketing and business standpoint, just like really innovative. I really admire just the way they like kind of came in and, and took over like the sport they yeah. bought out the other professional league that had been around yeah. for twenty years. Um, so it's like one of the probably next to like Formula One, like the other thing that's been con- just consuming a lot of like
1: Ex- my, content yeah, for it. Yeah,
2: yeah, just like my whatever bandwidth I have when it comes to like consuming social content and like YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah, um, and then the other thing is I feel like it's worth mentioning. It's just like quote unquote like professional golf drama, like Brooks Koepka, Bryson, so here's <clears throat> Yeah, so like. I love golf that's like my main sort of like hobby outside of just like work and stuff but uh but yeah I feel like that's the sport of golf has just like needed an injection of just like life for like I younger imagine. people and just like for like the internet
0: yes yeah. I so say that, that about like G- MLB too yeah definitely
2: yeah it's like super cheesy and a lot of it's like super sta- like not stage, but like some of it's like definitely a bit you know they're trying to like <laughs> yeah. they're trying a little too hard sometimes but yeah some of that like Brooks Kepka Bryson DeChambeau stuff is a lot of fun but- but it's like as younger people as you need to yeah. attract like younger fans like this is the stuff that like they need to sort of like really like dive into and embrace mm-hmm. is like internet culture meme culture like that's the stuff that they really need to sort of like figure out to attract like the younger fans Exactly, but there is like a section of like quote-unquote golf Twitter, like I'm, yeah. I'm I'm on it, like I'm on it, and so, but like the PGA isn't really like trying to do that, right? Like with like NBA teams or NFL teams, for example, like they follow what the fans are doing and mm-hmm. what memes and things are going around and they will like dive in, they'll jump in on the fun, um, but like, yeah, that just like doesn't happen in golf, but I think like all the little stuff that occurs in golf Twitter is like stuff that's like entertaining to me, and I think it's mm-hmm. like things that they should start to embrace.
1: Mm-hmm. That was wow. a great. That was a great discussion. Yeah, like lots of great shout outs going on here from James. It's like, like prepared for this. Or PLL, shout, shout out to, to just, the PLL. Shout out to Formula One. To
2: just the world of Formula One. Oh, you kind of said <laughs> this
0: about when you were in college, but we are right. talking like way, way back. Okay. Earliest memory. What did you want to be when you grew up? When you were tiny.
2: Uh. I don't know that I have like a definitive answer. Uh, the like the typical like firefighter thing like comes to mind. Oh,
0: interesting. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that for you.
2: You uh, were? Oh, interesting. I don't think I have the stones to do it now for sure. But, <laughs> um, the one other thing. This is gonna sound really nerdy. So I did like martial arts like growing up. Oh, okay. Um, so like what the belt other thing was get to? gonna be, um, I'm ashamed to say like literally the one before black. Like I like, is it, like I did it something. Uh. I think in the sort of discipline I did it was like we had like brown or something brown, I was gonna say oh that. Okay. yeah we had like okay, okay. we had like brown and then you get you could get like a brown with like a black stripe that was like hey your next one is it's gonna be a black belt I think did I got to the like stripe? brown with a black stripe and then I did, I did it for like years from like I was like six probably until I was like 12 or 13 and I was like yeah so I was like a typical teenager that mm-hmm. like got so tired of like having to go to like martial arts martial class practice. and I was like I'm over this it's like at the time not cool looking back definitely was cool uh, so yeah, it was like super.
0: uh bad. Like, do your credits still count? Can you
2: <laughs> like? Well, yeah, can you go like, back yeah. and
0: finish finish school? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you only need four more, <laughs> you're more credits more to graduate. So you're still eligible. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's <laughs> <still, like>, a <laughs> like, year of eligibility. You take a COVID year. That doesn't fit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. um But yeah, like so, like, during, during that, can I redeemed this. I- I wanted to be like a a martial arts, like master, I guess. Or like someone who taught like martial arts. I think that was like the thing. Cause I was like.
0: An American ninja warrior.
2: (laughs) True. God, no. No offense to those people, but no. Right. I guess if if, the only other thing I would say I'd be doing now, if I like wasn't doing the Zoom thing was like, Mm -hmm. I'd be coaching lacrosse probably. Like college coaching was like a thing that me and my buddy that I coached high school with, like talked about for yeah for a while
1: another great extra question is what's your favorite pair of sneakers you own because you're a sneakerhead what oh, do they God. call them
2: what's the word for them they call them like i'm not a sneakerhead you are kind it's, of you're a low-key i like, like, head. I like a lot of the sh- like i like shoes and like buying a lot of clothes and like yeah i like nicer stuff but uh <laughs> i'm trying to think i mean i so i think i may have told you this claire i like these days only wear like white sneakers yes like I only, only yeah. like white shoes. Yeah. I'm like maybe that's kind of like
1: didn't you buy I'll, a pair right I'll, before the pandemic and so they're like just I still pristine
2: yeah I, okay so I guess people listening will say that like Cole Hans are like my favorite kind of shoes they make mm-hmm. like yeah. casual do, men's shoes for like going to work they also make yeah. like sneakers so I have like a bunch of those they're all like white yeah. And I just like am one of those bros that wears white sneakers everywhere Sweet. with everything. I've got like a dirty pair. I've got a clean pair of like the same shoe. Uh, <laughs> I've got like I've got like a dress down pair. I've got like a dressed up pair. One time when we were like in New York uh, for work for like a work trip, uh, a bunch of uh, the management team like Amir, Thomas, Mike, they had to go into like an investor meeting that like I wasn't needed in, and it would have been weird if I had just been there. So they go into this meeting, and we're like on like i think we're on like fifth avenue yeah and so i was like all right guys I'm fun of the meeting i'm just gonna go shopping and it was just like going up up and down they're like no you're not i was like no like i'm literally about to go like yeah so i literally like walk into the Kohl's store and like in like rockefeller center or whatever and just like walked out they come out of the meeting and i'm like sitting there holding a bag of shoes and they just like shook their heads at me no,
1: now you know james ho <laughs> the everyone. more you know about james ho this is just this is now a james ho stan account <laughs> Okay, James. I was
0: waiting. Oh, yeah. Plug First yourself. All, uh, Plug yourself. Like, where can people find you? LinkedIn, yeah. oh, Twitter. Geez. Humble Brad.
2: Uh, so, I guess my Twitter and Instagram handle are at underscore James O. Really difficult to uh to find. Okay. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. Not with an e. <laughs> not with an e at the end.
0: All right. Well,
1: thank you, James.
2: <laughs> thank you, guys. This was you lived uh, up
1: this... to the hype. I'll say. Yeah. This is oh. this is a lot of fun. Am I like. Face actually hurts from laughing. Yeah,
2: I <laughs> certainly, I certainly try. I'm glad I, I lived up to whatever expectations there were. Uh, you mean, guys are doing a, yeah. you, it. It needs to be said that you guys are doing a great job. For people that don't know, you guys just like started this on your own. This wasn't like a a company initiative that like anybody said, "Hey, like start a podcast." You guys just like not, did it, which is super good, dope. I um, um in other so, words, yeah.
1: no one asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked, and me and Mary said, "Hey, here's a podcast."
2: Very much the like <laughs> that that meme that's like uh everyone absolutely no one yeah absolutely no one and then claire mary Mary. and claire here's a
1: a podcast
2: podcast (laughs) every single week and we're gonna bug bug everybody at zoom to do hour-long interviews with us
1: (laughs) all right and that is all that we have for you guys this week thank you for listening thank you for tuning in for all of these interviews with our zoom people we love them we want you to love them too Uh, We can't wait to get through the whole list. Uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Don't forget
1: to follow Zoom on
0: Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and data's calling on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, data powered by Zoom, XOXO, XOXO, Mary and Claire, (laughs)
1: and James Ho. (laughs) And James Ho. (laughs) XOXO, James Ho. (laughs) He's going to kill us. Uh, where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the
0: hell my, where the hell my phone, huh? How I'm supposed to get home.